Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. The phone number, 317-684-8444. If you'd like to contribute with your questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever, we like hearing from you. With the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. And we start off, somebody uh, called to comment about the latest Jefferson Shreve ad. Oh! And in it, there's a line that says, during the riots, nowhere to be found. Yeah. And uh, so somebody called about the spot. Hey, guys. Um... I am so ticked off right now because spit nails. I was just watching a commercial by uh, Jefferson Shreve about uh, Hogsett, and it was going through all the things that he screwed up or that's not going right for his administration. Well, the one of the things that it showed, it stated in print that Jefferson Hogsett was. I'm sorry, Joe Hogsett was nowhere to be found. And underneath, it's got WIBC as the source of that. Nothing else shows the source of anything else except for the nowhere to be found WIBC at the bottom. Basically, he won't even stand up for something like that. He, he's got to try to put that on somebody else instead of uh, standing up and uh, taking the hit on that. And it just ticks me off. I would not vote for this guy for a million dollars. I will crawl on my hands and knees to vote against this guy. I won't vote for Hogsett, but I will definitely not vote for Jefferson uh, Shreve. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. I'm so glad you're doing the voicemails now because I know people are like, Rob just picks the ones that fit his narrative. So now you're picking the voicemails. Mm-hmm. And, okay, so several things we have to address on this ad. Yeah, there number, are. Number one, yeah. there is an egregious mistake that Shreve's people made in this ad. And the fact that you are spending who knows how much. I've seen this ad. They just ran it again uh, on one of the televisions we have on here in the studio. The fact that you, I don't know what that ad, it's got to be, hundreds of thousands of dollars on an ad buy and you are not proofreading or checking or having multiple people with a fine tooth comb read through very carefully the ad you're putting out there that's insanity and there is an egregious mistake he called us WBIC Radio, <laughs> which, Casey, that's a radio station in New- in North Carolina. North Carolina. It's a low-power FM. So, to his point, he's saying there is in print, he's trying to quote us, yeah. saying, during the riots, nowhere to be found, and then dash WBIC. I mean, that, that means no one is proof-checking Jefferson Shreve's campaign or the lack of attention mm-hmm. that you're having by proof, I mean, that is just, it tells you a lot about the people running the show. And we have been saying from the beginning, he has terrible people because I know him running this campaign. And when you put these doofus Marion County establishment 
people in charge of your campaign, you get terrible results. And you're right, Casey. Take the fact that there's an egregious error, like WIBC, and it's not like, oh, I'm so offended that you got us wrong. I don't care about that. What it tells me is people are not thinking things through and paying intricate detail or you're not paying attention to intricate details, which matter. Because if you're not catching the obvious, WIBC is an institution in this city, Casey. It's been around for 80 years. Institution in this city, nationwide. Exactly. We are one of the most listened to talk radio stations by, by, uh, by market share in the entire country. And the fact that you are putting us in your ad... And then you quoting us, yes. but then not even getting the call letters okay, right. So that's the first side of it, which tells you about this campaign and who's running the show and their lack of attention to detail. The second part of it, and you're right, it is he has gone kicking and screaming to be negative against Joe Hogsett to the point where he's giving us the credit. Dude, there are tons of people. Well, I mean, everybody knows that they don't know where Joe Hogsett was during the riots. There is no answer. Joe Hogsett won't provide an answer. When you ask him about it, he goes, well, it's in a report. I have not seen a single solitary report that provides any sort of definitive evidence. Phone calls, emails, text messages, where Joe Hogsett was. I've heard Joe Hogsett say he was at home. I've heard nobody provide any proof to that. Maybe Mrs. Hogsett Mm -hmm. would like to weigh in on where Joe was during the riots. And everybody knows that there are strong rumors out there put out by many people who are not radical right-wing lunatics, including people in the media who have alleged that the guy was in rehab. Mm -hmm. Now, is that true or not? I don't know. But the fact is it's out there, and Shreve has the money and the ability to pin this dude down so that even if he continues to refuse to answer, he will lose votes that every day he refuses to answer, and he is so weak then instead of just saying it himself... He's got to try and quote us. Yes! But he's not actually quoting us. And he's only quoting he's us... not can- giving us the proper credit. And let's be honest with the audience here for just one second. Let's be a Bill Maher here, like with Ron DeSantis. He's only doing this because he wants us to try to help him win back the people that in Abdul's poll shows should be slam dunk voters for him, but are not. Because they listen to this station and they see what... Shreve did with his own campaign, which is go after, not Joe Hogsett, he has to do that kicking and screaming, but he will go after law-abiding gun owners and lie. He is lying to the people of Marion County, just like Joe Hogsett is lying to the people of Marion County with his proposal on gun confiscation. He is not going to get permitless carry removed in Indianapolis. He is not going to get the firearm purchase age raised. He is not going to get assault weapons ban. And he knows this, and he continues to quadruple down on it. There is nothing we would have loved more than to come out and say, man, this guy's great. Shreve's a fighter. He's going to go in there. Look at how he's taking it to Hogs and give him the old one, two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We can't do that because he doesn't want to do it. And he's not doing it. And when he runs an ad trying to be negative on Hogshead, he's so weak and scared of offending his establishment friends inside of Indianapolis, Republicans and Democrats alike, that he's got to cite us as the source, mm-hmm. and he can't even cite us right. He can't even do that right. So Jefferson Shreve's campaign people, proofread. I've got another spot. It would sound like this. Jefferson Shreve, wrong on guns, wrong on call letters. <laughs> All right, we got another phone call. Uh, this one, somebody called about the uh, emergency broadcast system. Oh. They're doing something on Wednesday. You guys, I don't know about you, but I am so stoked 
that the emergency broadcast system message is going out on the same day as the night with WIBC. It's just perfect. I love it. I love that there's going to be so much to talk about, and can't wait to see you guys. Okay, so, yeah, WIBC night is coming up on Wednesday, sold out. If you didn't get your tickets, sorry. Uh, But she's also talking about how FEMA and the Federal Communications Commission conducting a national test on Wednesday. And it's going to take place at 2.20 in the afternoon, and it's going to be over your phone. Have uh, I've ever told you what a pain in the ass these things are? There's Someone who wants owned a radio a station. Pain in the butt. They're easier than they used to be. So this is the. G- oh hell no, they're not, Casey. <laughs> oh yeah, they are, Rob Kendall. Oh. Hey, if you've owned a radio station in this room right now, Casey, why don't you raise your hand? Oh, I guess that's me. I don't know what sort of. Uh, how it was for the management, Casey, but I am telling <laughs> I am telling you right, right now, now. <laughs> this is why the government is awful and can may, may I just indulge for just twenty seconds. Go for it. So when I owned my radio station near Wilmington, mm-hmm. obviously like every other radio station, we had an emergency alert system for tornadoes, hurricanes, whatever else. And it worked. Hey, there's a severe storm warning. Beep, 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 beep. And then you get a little receipt that shows you ran the thing and you staple it in case the FCC comes in, it works fine. About four years or five years into owning this thing, we get this email from the FCC or whoever it was that says, we are now requiring you to get an EAS system that is hooked up to the internet. What? (laughs) Well, that sounds rather expensive. And, you know, you email back and go, hey, uh, our EAS system works fine and there's no problems with it and everybody's very happy with it and we are the community radio station. They're the government. They're here to help. They want you to upgrade. We alert people just fine. No, no, no. You must have this emergency alert system that is hooked up to the internet. I'm not going to say so that the government could take over your radio station anytime it wants to. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it sounds like if they can send the EAS system, they can do, they could take over your radio station anytime they want to. Um, and so it was like this multi-thousand dollar endeavor because you got to buy the thing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you got to pay an engineer to hook it up and test it. And now, once a year, they send this thing down via the Internet. And now there's all these reporting requirements. So when the thing comes in, now I don't know if it's changed since I own my station, but you had like a two-hour window to log into this thing and report it. Oh, you have a meeting that day? Guess you better cancel your meeting because Mm -hmm. you got two hours to report whether the EAS test came down. My favorite part about it, though, was there's no verification if you're lying on the form, Casey. (laughs) You could go, oh, yeah, of course the test came down. Don't we have to upload some sort of proof? No, no, just tell us that it came down. No, just tell us. Okay, <laughs> apparently you can opt out of this. You're supposed to tap on notifications on your phone. You go to advanced and then tap on wireless emergency alerts, and then you select the one that you want to disable. So you can I can't- hate the government, Casey. I hate, <laughs> hate, 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 hate the government. Have I ever told you how much I hate the government? I understand. Okay, speaking of the government, somebody called and questioned who the big guy is. Hey, Rob, this is Matt from Fortville. Just had a little silly question. What if the big guy was Obama? Just a question. Nobody ever talked about it. Right. 
no, I and I appreciate the guy listening, but I think it's very clear. Very clear who the big guy is. The financial records seem to really line up with it being Joe Biden. Right. Obama was asked over the weekend if he thought Michelle Obama was going to run for president. He didn't want to answer that, did he? He did not. He just ducked right into a Ca- car. Casey, let's 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 show how someone would answer a question if they're going to run for president or not. Okay, you going to run for president, Rob Kendall? No, absolutely not. <laughs> See how easy that was? I do. Um, okay, somebody else called about uh, saying that nobody here lives in Marion County, so why do we care about who the mayor will be? Why does anybody, any politician in Marion County, OU, or anybody from your station an answer on anything since none of y'all seem to live in this county? <laughs> just saying. I, you know, the, the just, man, we have got some just incredibly high IQ people who hate listen to this radio show. I mean, again, we're talking Rhodes Scholars, Mensa members. I mean, Mm -hmm. just some of the most intellectual mega giants that society has to offer. And boy, I'll tell you what, Casey, um, they do not, and this is what I appreciate about the people who hate listen, they do not let their blind rage for us and these programs get in the way of logical, rational observation. And I love, Casey, that we have this little voicemail set up where these people can call and just show the whole world how smart they are. Casey, the floor is yours. I live in Marion County. (laughs) Hammer lives in Marion County. And we all work in Marion County. Don't you love the fact that I am subjected to whatever Joe Hogsett does every single day? I work literally in the heart of this cesspool of trash he's created. And in this guy's world, well, you don't live here. Why would anyone listen to you? Mm -hmm. I spend as much time here as people who probably live here who work out of the county. Mm -hmm. I'm here every single day. I've been here every single day basically for the past seven years. I am a Hoosier lifer. I live in the county right next door. I am here in 30 minutes every single day. What happens here, yes, does affect me because the crime and cesspool and trash that has been allowed to fester in this city has now made it out to where I live. Uh, with the exception of when I went to uh, McCord Little Prairie Farm, it's a nature farm out by Danville this weekend, I would say that I spend 90% of my time in Marion County. You don't even live here. I don't live here. <laughs> yes, I do.